on May 23rd. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount+. Plus. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. Mr. Sniffles. Jason has a cold. I like how people freaked out because I, I wasn't on Twitter today. I got many texts. Are you okay? You're not on Twitter. What's wrong? That means that you're loved and missed. Good night. Our, um, our youngest daughter had a little sniffle on Monday, and today she's running around playing basketball, and Jason is dying. Yeah, she's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to also getting a sniffle because it always happens that way. But we're here for the people. Before that happens and before Jason passes out, we're here to discuss some uh, men's basketball recruiting. What? Men's basketball recruiting. There seems to be a lot of chatter. There's a lot of things going on. Who knows what Tommy Lloyd's going to do? This all this whole entire podcast could be null and void by <laughs> 20, 12 hours from now. We'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, but with basketball recruiting, what can you tell us about the Ryan Nemhard visit? Well, shout out to the message board poster that uh, was able to uncover this. Um, you know, that people around the recruitment didn't want it to be blown up, but Ryan Nemhard was indeed on campus a little longer than the official visit. What happens is um, basically. The flight home is canceled, and then he has to pay for everything else. I assume his brother is helping him with that, considering his brother is in the NBA and makes uh, a decent penny. But Ryan is friends with, uh, or sorry, Andrew is friends with Matt Lang, best friends, uh, very close. Obviously, Ryan wanted to see his brother, so he's staying on campus. I don't necessarily know if it means, you know, that. Arizona's a lock or, you know, how much we can analyze that. Obviously, it can't hurt if, you know, the more comfortable Ryan gets on campus. No one really expects the decision um, to drag out. Now, I, I, there's been other decisions that I didn't expect to drag out, and they did. So we'll see. But uh, this is in a situation where hopefully we'll be talking about this recruitment uh, two weeks from now just because... Um, He's just not that type of kid. It's Gonzaga, it's Arizona, and then he's going to kind of proceed from there once he's home. It probably takes a couple days uh, from there. All righty. Um, <coughs> wow. Okay. If you were wondering if he was really sick, Carter Bryant is announcing next week after a bit of a wait. It's Arizona and Louisville, or Louisville, as one of my coworkers calls it. Or as Brielle calls it. Which Louisville. Is no, Loserville. Oh, she says loser now. Okay. Yeah, Loserville. Um, how do you break it down? So this, <laughs> you know, it, it is a, 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 and I know people won't necessarily believe this, but the, the main reason why Carter Bryant hasn't decided is because the kid has been super busy. Had Hoop Summit. 
I mean, well, he had high school season. He had hoop summit. He had USA camp. He's got a sister. You know, there's there's a bunch of stuff that basically has pushed the visit back. And finally, the family sat down and said, you know what? It's time to announce it. He's going to announce it with 24-7 sports. Ayo, next week. Um, and I know that the longer, usually I say the longer it takes, the worse you feel about a recruitment. Unless you're that team that isn't the favorite, then you feel a little bit better. Like if you're Louisville, you probably felt a little bit better. Um, I don't believe that is the case here. I think if you're Arizona, you feel just as good as you did a month ago. Uh, I would, I'd still, I made a crystal ball pick in December, and I don't tend to change my crystal ball picks once in a while. I do, um, but I wouldn't change this one even if I could or wanted to or whatever. Uh, I'm still firmly, it, to me, it would be a, a pretty big surprise if he didn't wind up at Arizona. Now, credit to Louisville. You know, obviously, Kenny Payne is, has always been a good recruiter. It's one of the reasons why he was hired at Louisville was his reputation as a recruiter. He landed Trenton Flowers. They're, they're going to recruit at Louisville. Um, it's been a little bit harder than maybe they thought when they hired Payne, but that's a different story, but... I mean, this is a kid that literally cried when Arizona offered him. Um, you know, great family, very grounded. I don't think money is the main deciding factor here at all. If it was, he probably wouldn't be going to Arizona. Louisville can pay a lot more than most schools for basketball and football. But um, right now, you know, until I hear differently, and I don't think I will, um, when he decides a week from now, it's, uh, it's very, very likely to be Arizona, Shelby. Ooh, okay. Well, that's promising news. What do you think about these nose sprays with the menthol in it? Um, I like it. Supposedly, they put a hole in your nostril if you use too much. I think you're just supposed to use it when you're sick and very sparingly. But, um... But you're not... You're only using it sparingly. I'm about to eat this. Well, if Just it, to make it through this podcast. If it helps you breathe through the podcast, go I'm ahead. willing to have a hole in my nose for Wildcat <laughs> Authority. A little extreme, but we do what we must. Um, speaking of Carter Bryant, what type of player is he? He's good. He's good. Yeah. He's a nice kid. I think uh, the best comparison, he's a great kid. The best comparison that we've come up with <laughs> is Jason Tatum. He's very Jason Tatum-esque. I'm not saying he's going to be as good as Jason Tatum. I realize what I'm saying there. This is a comparison, the style of player. He could play the three. He could play the four. Um, very versatile, can guard multiple positions, can shoot it, plays hard, never have to worry about that stuff, will always give you the effort, can defend, block shots, dunk. And the thing that is always intriguing with a guy like Carter Bryan is something that you look at when evaluating is how good are they now and how good can they still be? Because I can find players in high school now that are really good, but I don't know how much better they're going to get. They've maxed out which is fine for college, but when you look down the road, you're like, what you see is what you get. That's not the case with Carter. He is significantly better than when I saw him years ago. I'm going to see him in a couple weeks. Um, wow, actually, next week, isn't it? Yep. Next week, I'm going to see him in Phoenix, um, Mesa, whatever. I don't know. People get offended by that stuff, I think. Um, yeah, Palm Desert. Yeah. People, I said that, yeah. Yeah. I said Palm Palm Springs, and people attacked me like, no, it's a thousand palms. Man, it's in Palm Desert. I don't care if it's a thousand palms, Palm Desert, Palm Springs, Indio. You're all the same to me. If the word palm is in your name, 
and you were within a mile radius, who cares? Well, it depends. I mean, there's. I was going to say a, a sexual joke, but I decided not to. Anyway, Carter Bryant. Um, yeah, and, and that's the thing with him. Like, what you see now isn't what you'll see a year from now. And when you're in college and you're recruiting players, that's important because you're saying to yourself, there's room to grow. I can mold this kid and help him improve. He's still improving. So I know that there's room for growth. That's important. We always talk about floor and ceiling. Carter Bryant's floor is, is high coming into Arizona, wherever he commits. But his ceiling is, uh, is even higher. There's going to be a lot of room and a lot of growth for coaches and all that. You know what that is also called? Potential. It's called ROI, return on investment. Wow. Now, are these just goods now, Shelby? What's his ROI to Arizona? That does make it sound very businessy. His, doesn't yeah, it? his dad is a good coach, good guy. Come out and watch him. I just realized that he could technically be committing two days before he plays in Arizona. Mm. What a coincidence! What that a is. coincidence! Excuse me. Hmm. All right. Well, Jason sneezes silently. Uh, Latrell Whitesell is a, a name that has appeared today. Also, a really cool name. LW30. It kind of sounds like an. RPG name. Latrell Whitesell. La- not Spreewell. It's not Latrell Spreewell. It's Latrell Whitesell. It's very cool. Um, what is the latest with his recruitment? So this one was being kept a little bit quiet. And usually there's a reason for that. The biggest reason is um, he's visiting Alabama as as we speak. Well, by not as we speak, but as we speak. He's visiting on Thursday. So it depends. You know what I'm saying, Shelby. Whenever you're listening to this on Thursday. So basically, the reason it was cut quiet is because there is some people that feel he's going to commit to Alabama on the visit. And obviously, if he commits to Alabama on the visit, he's not visiting Arizona. So Alabama is the favorite. If he doesn't commit and does choose to take that Arizona visit, um, it is going to be very intriguing. Uh, Nebraska is another school that is in there because he's from Omaha. But right now... Um, most people consider Alabama to be the favorite in his recruitment. But again, if Arizona gets him on campus, there's a role to be to be sold there. So it'll be, uh, you know, what, again, I always say when you when you let a kid, when a kid takes other visits, um, anything can happen. And so if Arizona can get Whites on campus, and the reason it's not this weekend is because the evaluation period opens this weekend. So the coaches are going to be on the road recruiting. I know some of you don't believe that they do that, but they, they actually do. Okay, well, what makes him attractive to Arizona and other schools? He can score. He can light it up, Shelby. He plays that ball. Okay, well. Uh, <laughs> um, he's 6'3", so he's got good size. Uh, he was on the All-Big West first team as a junior. Started 29 games for a, a decent Fullerton squad. Led the team with 16 points per game, which was six in the conference. Uh, hit two and a half threes per game. Was fourth in the conference in steal, throw in two and a half assists and four and a half rebounds, and you have a very um, well-rounded player. Hits 38% from three, 81% from the line. Very, um, 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Very solid player. I, I am I'm done for. Uh, <laughs> very solid player. So, And I think the thing with him is he doesn't necessarily need to come in and be like, the man and i'm not saying he doesn't want to be the man i think everyone you know wants to be the best player on the team and play 40 minutes a game but um he can go to a place like nebraska no offense to nebraska and um he can go to a place in nebraska play 40 minutes a game and maybe not win as much or he can go to an alabama etc uh he was 49th in the nation in percent uh shots he took 30 he basically uh was the entire offense for fullerton um, ran through him a ton, but the key thing to me there is his turnover rate is actually rather good for a guy that has as much usage as he did. So that's something that you always look out for. Um, very solid player, as I mentioned, had a good game against Riverside. Their their schedule wasn't all that great, so it's not like I can, you know, break down um, games basically for you and say, oh, he played so and so. They played USC. He had 17 points, which is you know, obviously solid, 17 points and six rebounds um, against USC was seven of 16 for shooting, um, lost by 14 there. They played San Diego State. He had eight points um, and, and, you know, five turnovers, but actually they played well. I mean, his team got killed, but he played relatively well in that game. So he's played pretty decent against upper level competition. Good basketball player, can score, can do other things. Um, easy take, in my opinion, if you're a team like Arizona looking for guard depth. Okay. He sounds awesome. And last question is, is it safe to assume that there are others out there being recruited as we speak? I'll take an exiles. Are there others? Do, do. Um, yeah, well, we know about uh, Tennessee, Olivier. O-N. Olivier. Well, uh, you know, Hunter Dickinson no longer looks like he's going to go back to Michigan. That looks to be done. That was a rumor. So they'll probably put the full court press on him. Um, a big part of it is if Michigan wakes up one day and says they're going to pay him a shitload of money, and that's the most important thing, uh, welcome to college basketball in 2023. He may decide on Michigan. If it's not the most important thing, Arizona is very much in there. And, of course, there are international players. There are two I know of. Uh, I'm not giving names, I'm not giving countries, but I will say this. Uh, to me, they are both legitimate contributors from day one. Front court players who I like quite a bit, and uh, I think people would be very happy with, should Arizona be able to close the deal, which right now, because you know international players, it gets a little shaky, but right now, as of Wednesday, April 19th at 10.34 p.m., chances are definitely better than not. Um, that Arizona will land at least one of them that I know of. Huzzah. Thank you. Rejoice. Amen. Um, that sounds like... How many of these until you, get a, until you get a hole in your nose? Why are you really fixated on that? Just Okay, that's my third one. I can't do any more. Okay. Um, as you can tell, Jason's super fun when he's sick. Uh, by super fun, I mean 
a big baby. Oh, I'm not a big baby. This He's is fake news. starting to get paler as we talk. The only thing that's paler, it I don't know. I was gonna say something. Yeah, it was nice that you added yourself. The out. only thing that's paler is ASU's baseball chance. <laughs> they lost twenty to nothing. That was pretty awesome. Great job, Arizona men's baseball team tonight. Extend Chip Hale. Give him five more years. You know how much I love the guy. Yeah. Is there any other Arizona shout-outs today? Softball one. Yep. The weather's nice in Tucson. Gorgeous day today. So shout-out to weather. That's it. That's, That's all it. I got. I mean, I think Adia's got something cooking, but she still hasn't shown all the cards. I haven't watched any film but on Adia's newest commits, but, you know, I'm sure they're pretty good. I like what she's doing. She's not getting all superstars that are going to bitch about their, their minutes and tear the team Have apart. crazy mothers. Yeah, and so um, I like what they're doing. Like, she's like, look, you know, like, in, like nicest Bay isn't coming in expecting to play 30 minutes a game as opposed to last year. She had a bunch of girls that, you know, she may have led to think that they were going to play 30 minutes a game. And that's also something that Tommy Lloyd has been good at is... Managing expectations. Well, like, we talked about it with, like, Arkansas. Like, Arkansas landed 84 guards. From the transfer portal, Shelby just yelled at me. Did you hear that snap? Because um, I'm doing my feet. I, I ta- if you ever see me, I never stop moving. I have an issue. I literally, it's my head, my my whole body, my foot. I cannot stop moving. So, don't if you th- if you see me at a basketball game and I'm shaking back and forth, it's not because I'm super into the game. It's like a thing. And Shelby just made fun of me and yelled at me. I mean, you just made a whole thing of it by <sighs> saying that. Anyway, but okay. What was I, saying? I don't know. Yeah, so uh, Tommy's good at that. Arkansas is like 48 guards. One of those dudes is going to be pissed and transfer again because they're not going to get the minutes that Muss is promising them. And by Muss, I mean Mike Luke. So, But that's the way the the cookie crumbles. Nice. The Arizona cookie. Well, you have been informed. You know as much as we know, or do you? Ooh, Ooh. Go ahead, Shelby. Do your advertisement. Um, if you happen to be free on Thursday, April 20th, there is a today. free concert. No marijuana in smoke at the concert, though. No, this is the concerts in the courtyard. And um, we do have a great band, Jesse Colt band. Should I, should I say the thing? Should <laughs> yeah, I tell the thing? You should, because he's a nice so guy. So here's, here's the, something that has happened to me twice this season, and it's, it's a little... Grim Reaper. It's just sad. But I was informed yesterday, I had a call from a reporter who was calling to confirm my event list for this weekend because we actually do have a really cool event on Saturday called Camping Under the Stars. We're showing a movie, movie in Marana. And when she said, well, what are you doing um, with the Thursday concert? And I said, what do you What do you mean? We're having the concert. We're, George Howard Band's going to perform. And um, the reporter said, I am so sorry to let you know, but unfortunately, George Howard passed away last Friday. Um, I, I, I clearly didn't know that at the, when I talked to the reporter. And, you know, it was very upsetting. And this is the second time I've had a lead singer pass away, tragically, right before one of our events. Um, so our... Number one, our condolences to George Howard's family. He is a legendary musician in Tucson, the editor of the Daily Stars writing his obituary. I mean, he was just an amazing jazz, Zydeco, New Orleans style. Um, He played drums. He played multiple instruments. He sang. And um, it's really sad that uh, we're not going to get to hear him play anymore. 
So I was able to pivot and schedule a new band. Jesse Colt Band stepped in and was doing a big favor for me. But um, if you guys want to see a really great concert, it's country rock, a little bit of uh, Nortenia, Cumbia probably thrown in there. We got food trucks and it's free. You just bring your seats and come and sit with your family and watch a really awesome concert in Marana. But sorry, I don't mean to be a bummer. Jason thinks it's it's a little bit ironic. But I, I've been doing this planning of events, large-scale community engagement for over 10 years. I've never had a vendor or a performer pass away actively um, while we were in season. So it is a little upsetting. <laughs> and I did know George over the years. He was a great guy. So um, we're going to miss him. But the show must go on. We will be having a concert. And Jason will try to be there if he's not dying. I'll be there in a chair. In a chair. Thank you. Rocking back and forth. <laughs> Unless there's a commitment. Ooh. Which there might be. I uh, well because Or there you, might not be. Because you are going to be there making a plan to be elsewhere and being busy, I guarantee there will be. I slept a lot today. I tried to do what the people wanted me to do, which was sleep and try to force commitment, and it, it didn't happen. Dang it. All so, right. We'll see. And try again. Bear down, kids. Bear down. What Shelby didn't tell you is that I actually was very close to filling in singing. Thank God. Shelby, tell them about my voice. Um, Through the years. Oh, my God. I've never. Please.